Welcome to Pensive Series. Nick Hanauer is a co-founder and partner in Seattle-based venture capital firm Second Avenue Partners. He has managed, founded, and financed over 30 companies, creating aggregate market value of tens of billions of dollars. For example, he co-founded AQuantif, which sold to Microsoft for $6.4 billion and was the first non-family investor in Amazon. He also serves as a director for the Democracy Alliance and is a board advisor to the policy journal Democracy. He has a degree in philosophy from the University of Washington, is married with two children, and lives in Seattle, Washington. At O'Reilly's Next Economy Conference in San Francisco, the venture capitalist talked about the value of studying philosophy, his investment strategy, and how to think independently. Um, so, did you have a formative experience in your childhood sort of that made you who you are today? No. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I don't think so. Um, what, what makes you more, more effective? Uh, in what context? Um, in whatever, when you set out a goal, um, how to achieve it? Per, uh, persistence and trying to... That's a great talk. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, uh, and trying to um, think about the problem objectively and strategically. Okay. Um, and what kind of advice would you give to your younger self? Don't be such an asshole. Okay. <laughs> and what's the best uh, advice you ever received, business or investing? Uh, uh, it's not what you do, it's what you choose not to do that often makes the difference. Okay. And is there any book that you're likely to give out to other friends or acquaintances? Yeah. Uh, Eric Beinhocker's Origins of Wealth. Okay. Um, and can you talk a little bit about your investment philosophy? Like, how do you make a decision when you want to invest, and what sort of the process is? Um, uh, I look for businesses that have created a product or service that delivers what what I call transformational value. And what transformational value means to me is that it's ten times better than the alternative or one-tenth the price of the alternatives while being of the same quality. Some, some massive differential in the quality or price or whatever it is of the product versus its competitors that makes it one of those things that would be indispensable in the lives of people who bought it. And I believe that all great enterprises start that way. Although sometimes you get to a big company and it looks the same as everything else, but yeah. on, on day one it almost certainly created that kind of transformation. And so then how do you curate information? You know, now there's so much news and so many things are happening. How do you make sure that you uh, stay on top of that, but you don't like, get flooded by all this uh, information? I mean, what do I read? I don't know. Yeah, on a daily basis. I mean, I think Twitter is a pretty good tool. I have a small number of people I follow who I respect. Um, you know, I read Scientific American and the New York Times and okay. Science and you know, like The Atlantic and you know, like I, yeah, yeah, things you know, like that. Yeah. Um, and how do you create sort of your relationships? 
I don't curate my relationships. We don't have to use some of the questions if you'd like. Yeah, yeah, no, I mean, I I don't curate my relationships. I don't know what you mean by that. I have friends, and I like to hang out with my friends, and I try to be really nice to them. Okay. Um, And how do you sort of take different insights from sort of different disciplines uh, like that help you inform your investment philosophy? Uh, Well, I think that uh, having broad perspective is very, very helpful. Uh, And so I... um, I um, try to have a lot of perspectives, so I, I take science very seriously. I think that can have a great, huge impact on how you think about investing and technology and, you know, I obviously, you know, I have a degree in philosophy with a concentration, sort of, my, my, my main interest was the philosophy of art, aesthetics. I don't know, I think that that informs life in a way, you know, so... Can you talk about what you learned sort of from your philosophical studies? Uh, you know, how to analyze things. How to think carefully about complicated things is what you learn. You know, how to deconstruct ideas and arguments and distinguish between things which are true and things which are bullshit. Yeah. And how do you like think learn how did you learn to think critically and independently? Uh, so thinking critically and thinking independently are different. Um, uh, and I think that the ability to think independently is a psychological trait, not um, an intellectual trait. And some people uh, are comfortable running against the grain, and most people are not. Uh, and this is something, I, I, I don't know where it comes from. Maybe you're born with it, maybe your parents give it to you. I don't know, but um, the ability to think independently is not correlated to IQ. So, you know, again, I think, it's, a, I think it's, it's orthogonal to the sort of normal way you think about thinking. Okay. And when it comes to investing, how do you sort of manage your emotions that you don't let emotions interfere with uh, your decisions? Um, Especially in public markets where you can always see, you know, sort of the stock price. Yeah, I don't. I actually don't invest in the stock market at all. Um, You know, the only investment decisions I make personally are uh, early stage venture decisions. My wealth is managed by professionals and they make all those decisions for me. Mm -hmm. Um, And like, what kind of advice would you give like millennials sort of um, how to find sort of their niche and sort of all this like uh, flux and torrent of change? Well... You know, to the greatest extent possible, devote yourself to things which make your community better, uh, and and try not to do things that make it shittier. Mm-hmm. But there really is a difference between working for a company that cures cancer and working for a company that creates cancer, even if they pay you the same amount. Uh, uh, or even if the companies are of equal size. Yeah. You know, and the, these moral decisions, I think, are very, very important and that people should take them very seriously. Thank you for listening and see you next time.